I want to welcome everyone to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Mishpatim. Of course, it's not only Parshas Mishpatim. We have the privilege to welcome the beautiful and simchadik month of Adar, the opportunity to read the supplemental reading of Parsha Shkalim. But I'd like to focus your attention on the incredible parsha, parsha Shavua, parsha Mishpatim, the Torah is filled with mitzvos, mitzvos being Adam lechavero, mitzvos that really focus on the relationship between man and his fellow man. That whereas in last week's parsha, parsha Yisro, we have Sinaitic revelation, we have the really the creation, the fundamental foundation of the relationship between man and God. Parshas Mishpatim is where HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us that if you're going to go ahead and build a just society, a meaningful society, if you're going to be a free, an autonomous, destiny-driven people, you have to know how to treat each other. And therefore the Torah Kedosh is filled with incredible mitzvahs that govern our interpersonal relationships, how we treat our servants, how we deal with damages, how we deal, God forbid, when one person takes the life of another individual. A variety of different halachas and nestled in the middle of all of these halachas is a pretty seemingly straightforward halacha. The Torah says, this is in Parak Chof Be'ez, Pasak Lamed, chapter 22, verse 30. Ubasar basoda treifa la kelev tashlichunoso. A pretty straightforward pasuk. Literally translated, you shall be a holy people to me. Basar basoda treifa. If you find an animal, a treifa is usually translated as an animal which was killed by another predatory animal. You can't eat it. We know the halacha. I'm only allowed to eat meat that has undergone ritual slaughter, shechita. And therefore the Torah is telling me, if you, find, if you find the carcass of a kosher animal that was killed by another animal, you can't eat it. Lo you're not allowed to eat it. Lakelev tashlichun also. Ultimately, again, throw it to the dogs. And the great tzaddik Ramanacha Mendel of Kotsk sees some, an incredible lesson. You know, we know that in the Torah Kedoshah, Every Pasuk, I was going to say, has two levels of meaning, has many more than two levels, but at least for our purposes today, has a nigla, a revealed meaning, uh, an obvious meaning, a clear meaning, and then every Pasuk, every word, every letter, also has a nistar, a deeper hidden message. And the Kotzker sees in this Pasuk, which is talking about what we can and what we can't eat, an incredible life lesson. Listen to what the Kotzker says. The Anshe Kodesh Tihiyuni. He chooses to focus on this first phrase. What is it? Anshe Kodesh Tihiyuni. Be a holy people to me, says the Katsker. Yeah, Hakodesh Shalachem Enoshi. Kedusha Shal Bnei Adam. Velo Shal Malachim. Hakodesh Baruch Hu tells us, by the way, Anshe Kodesh Tihiyuni. I just need you to be holy people. I don't need you to be holy angels. I don't need you to be Malachim. The Katsker says, Malachim, because when it comes to angels, Yeshlo la Kodesh Baruch Hu Daivahoser. The Rebono Shalom has more than enough angels. And therefore, he does not need us, he does not need man to strive to become angelic. Instead, he needs man to become a holy individual, a holy human being. Anshe Kodesh Tihyuni. I want you to be holy people. Don't strive to be a malach. Don't strive to be an angel. Don't strive to go ahead and transcend your physicality, be something that you're not. Just be a holy individual. And the Kutzker is teaching us something so amazing. See, we often think 
that our job in life is almost like to transcend our humanity. It's to become, I want to be, I want, I want to transcend my person kite, my personhood, and become something greater. Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I made you as a human being. If I wanted you to be a malach, I could have made you a malach. Kaddish Baruch could have made each of us into one of his angelic hosts, but he didn't. Instead, he chose to put this neshama into this guf, into this body. And he tells me, listen, I got it. I understand your frailties. I understand your limitations. I understand your wants, your desires, your lusts, your proclivities. I understand all of these things. And so, you know all I'm asking you to do? I'm not asking you to transcend your humanity. You know, sometimes when we struggle with the things that we struggle with, each of us in our own way, and often those are struggles that are rooted in our physicality, maybe it's our carnal desires, or different things that sometimes we have difficulty reigning in, so we sometimes feel like a failure just by the very fact that I have these desires. Like if I was really holy, I wouldn't have this. And that's not true. That's not true. I have my wants and my desires, and I make mistakes because I am human. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu made me human. All the Ribono Shal Olam asks of me is try to be the best version of yourself. Try your best to be a holy human being. Don't try to transcend your humanity. Don't try to be a Malach. That's not what I ask of you. Anshe Kodesh Tihi Yuni. Yes, I have faults. And yes, I make mistakes. And yes, I may mess up terribly. And yes, I repeat the same mistakes over and over and over. And I can't even understand why I do it. And sometimes I'm tempted to give up on myself because I feel so riddled with mistakes. I feel so riddled with missteps. And comes along the Pasek and says, Don't worry. All I ask of you, I embrace your human kite, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, because I created you. You have to do the same. Accept the fact that you have limitations. Accept the fact that you have frailties and faults. And try your best to become the best version of yourself. I don't need you to be a malach. You know, sometimes we just create an expectation of perfection for ourselves. And then when we can't live up to it, we feel so disappointed and so disillusioned. You know, it's interesting. I think when you look around, you often find two different kinds of people. You find some people who set very low expectations. Very low expectations. Now, as the great part about you know setting low expectations is you almost always meet them and maybe even surpass them. That's wonderful. And then you put you may have people, but of course the problem with that is you live life as a chronic underachiever. And then there are some people who go ahead and set expectations that are unreasonably high. Unreasonably high. There's no way they could possibly reach them and maintain them. And so they become disappointed and disillusioned. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, set realistic expectations for yourself. Don't beat yourself up because you make mistakes. Of course you make mistakes. But grow from them. Learn from them. Try to go ahead and make yourself a better person as a result of them. I ask of you to be holy people. Not to be holy malachim. Not to be holy angels. Just try to become the best version of yourself. But there's another approach in this Pasuk, which I think also ties into the Katzker. And this is the approach of the Tosafis. The, the, the Balea Tosis, in their commentary in the Skimara, say something absolutely amazing. They point us something interesting, which is the Pasuk says, 
So what, what's the message of the Pasuk? If you go ahead and you find a piece of meat, right, an animal, a cow, that was killed by a predatory animal, you can't eat it. Okay, that, that's the message. Why does the Torah have to say, throw it to the dog? Why, why is that necessary? I could do whatever I want, actually, with that, with that animal carcass. I just can't eat it. So I could go ahead and burn it for fuel. I could sell it to a non-Jew. I could give it to my dogs. And I could actually just like step over it and do nothing. So why does the Torah have to tell me, give it to my dogs? What, what, what's the point of that? And that's the Kenemi Balitosis. The Tosafis explains so beautifully. Lakelev Tashlichun also doesn't just mean give it to a dog, but it means give it to the dog. Give it to the dog. Which dog? It's almost as if the Torah is telling us, ah, the carcass, give it to the dog. Who's the dog? And the Tosafists explain it's a reference to the sheep dog. The dog who you had entrusted with guarding the flock. So the Dasikim Tosafist says something amazing. If you have a trefa, if you have an animal, right, a carcass, a dead animal, an animal that was killed by a predatory animal, another predatory animal, so chances are, who wasn't doing their job? The sheepdog. The sheepdog's job is to guard the flock. And now I have a dead carcass. I have a dead animal from one of, from one of my flock. Obviously, the sheepdog didn't do his job. So the Torah Kedosh says, Oh, the sheepdog didn't do his job. Give him the carcass. Let him have a good lunch, a good dinner. Give him the carcass. Let him enjoy the meat. What? If anything, again, I should give the patch to a sheepdog. I, mean, I don't know if you literally patch a sheepdog or not, but you understand the idea. Hey, what, I'm going to reward the animal now with a, with a, with a feast, with a suda shloma melech, because he failed to guard the flock? It doesn't make sense. And the Dasa Kingdom says something amazing. It's true. The sheepdog failed. But what about all of the times that the sheepdog came through? What about all of the times that the sheepdog did fight off the predatory animals. What about all of the scars and all of the cuts and all of the bruises that the sheepdog has incurred by fighting tooth and nail to go ahead and protect the flock? What about all those times that he succeeded? So in this moment of failure, says Adasa Kenim, don't focus on the fact that he failed, but remember all of the times that he succeeded. And the Torah Kiddush is teaching us such an incredibly profound lesson, not just about sheepdogs, but about life relationships and ultimately about ourselves. You see, in relationships very often, when someone who we love fails us, be it in a marriage, in a friendship, with parents, with children, very often all we see is the failure. Is the failure. Right? A couple has a dramatic argument, or one person, Mamish, really wrongs the other. A legitimate, like a real wrong, not, not like a different, a real wrong. Sometimes all I see is that wrong. All I see is that slight. But what about everything beforehand? What about the whole life we built together? What about all the times that I did the right thing? What about all the times that I was there for you? Okay, I got it. I made a mistake. But sometimes we allow the present mistake to define the totality of the relationship. Suddenly, again, the present mistake puts blinders on regarding everything else, almost like there was never any good. Never any good. The sheepdog fails. It's so tempting to say, bad dog. Bad dog. Bad dog. Throw him out. He doesn't sleep indoors tonight. He doesn't get any food. Let him forage for it on his own. No. In that moment when he failed, remember all of the times that he came through for you. In life relationships, when someone who you care about fails you, of course, it's normal to be hurt and it's normal to be disappointed, but don't allow that failure 
to define the totality of ultimately the, of the relationship, but rather in that moment of failure, remember all of the beautiful things that your spouse did for you, that your parent did for you, that your child did for you, that your friend did for you, that your leader did for you. Don't allow the present failure to obliterate all the past good. Don't allow the present failure to obliterate all of the wonderful relationship history. And it's not just true for others, but it's true for ourselves as well. You know, we all mess up and we all make mistakes and sometimes we make dramatic mistakes. And you know, it's tragic because many of us, I don't know many of us, but some of us, when we look in the mirror, all we see are our failures. All we see are our missed opportunities. All we see are all the things that, go, that went wrong. Sometimes when I look in the mirror, all I see is a composite of all of the wrong turns I made in life. And we can't live that way. Because if you begin to look at yourself that way, as a failure, as a composite of all the wrong turns and all the wrong decisions, then where's the impetus to be better? Then what's the catalyst to try again? Then why should I get back up after having fallen down so many times? Just like when we look at the sheepdog and when we look at others, we can't just see the failure, but we have to see the totality, which includes so much good. When we look at ourselves, it is true. I must be cognizant of my failures. And I must be acutely aware and honest of my shortcomings and my faults. But I can't form my impression about myself just based on those moments of failure. I have to look at the full picture. And when I look at the full picture, I'm going to find a lot of good as well. I have things I have to correct. I have things I have to do better. I have the things I have to stop doing altogether. But there's a lot of good inside here that I could build on. And perhaps really, it turns out that the Dasakanim, the Ibalaya tells us in the Kutzker, are really saying the same thing. The Anshe Kodesh Tihiyunli. So the, the Kutzker says, Kodesh Baruch Hu says, I just want you to be holy people. Holy people. You don't have to be Malachim, you don't have to be angels, just holy people. And how do you become a holy person? Lakelev Tashlichun also. You know how you become a holy person? Build healthy relationships. And how do you build healthy relationships? Don't just see the shortcomings and the failures of the other, but see them for all of the good they have done for you as well. How do you build a holy persona? How do you become a holy human being? When you look at yourself, don't just see your mistakes, but take stock of all of the good, all that you have accomplished, all that you have done right. And if you keep the balanced perception in your relationships, you'll find happiness. And if you keep a balanced appreciation of your sense of self, if you allow yourself to really become Anshe Kodesh, I don't have to be a Malach, I just have to be a, a holy human being. And the way to achieve that, again, is to have a proper balanced sense of self, then I will be able to go on to accomplish great things. Wishing everyone a good Shabbos, a good Chodesh, and a wonderful day.